especially for women, that buildup, that goes a long way with us. We need that buildup. The Romance Diva. A titillating podcast. Last off. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Romance Diva podcast. And I'm Jason Doyle. And uh, along with me, of course, is the Romance Diva herself. Natasha Pendleton. That's right. You know, it's, it's a good thing you know your name. I know. <laughs> I never, I didn't change it back after I got divorced either. I thought about it, but too much work, too much paperwork. <laughs> um. So uh, how was this last week since the last time we got together? Good, busy with getting stuff done for Valentine's Day. You know, with event planning, we have a lot of Valentine's Day orders and things like that. So getting those out of the way, trying to get people beforehand, since my daughter's going to be having a baby soon. So trying to get everybody's orders done and out before they uh, before the new grandbaby gets here. Um, and then watching football, even though. Even though my boys aren't there. And, of course, for those who may not know. <sighs> I am a Steelers fan. Yes. And what is your name for the coach? That's my sexual chocolate, y'all. <laughs> and I am hurting that he is not on my TV screen. Oh, it's something about that man that does something to me. If he ever, 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 ever decided to venture on down to Oklahoma without his wife. Well, let's just say. <laughs> I would so, make it worth his while. <laughs> so are you saying you fantasized about this once or twice? Oh, honey. Once, twice, three times. That man, I have a cup that has his picture on it. Uh, 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 uh. He does it for me. He he does it. He does it for me. That is my sexual chocolate between him and LL Cool J. One of them got to give soon. They've been married a long time. I need one of them to. I don't know. I just need one. Just just give me one, Lord. One. <laughs> I, that is I, that's been on my Christmas list a long time coming, and I ain't got it yet. So, but I'm gonna keep asking. Hopefully one day. Your faith in Santa Claus is strong. Honey, just just bring my sexual chocolate to me. If anybody can bring him to me. And if not, if not him, and if not LL Cool J, you know, I will take T.J. Watt. Nice. I, I'll take one of them Watt brothers now. Just just T.J., not, not the other two. Okay, all right. <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know why I feel a little uncomfortable just now. I don't know what that's all about. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. I've never seen you uh, get titillated uh, that way. Yeah. That, that was a very interesting, I mean, the expressions and everything. They just do it for me. I know this is just a podcast, but man, if we went video. Yeah, that would have been one. Uh -huh. That's, that's oof, got me all hot and bothered over here. So uh, you, you've told me that we actually have. 
Yes. Some correspondence. So before we get involved with what the audience has told us. Oh, yes. Do your disclaimers. We got to do a few disclaimers because obviously we deal with sex in a very frank nature. So make sure you put your earbuds in or make sure you're in a private place. This is what we're going to do explicit language. We're going to talk about things in graphic detail. We might even slip and cuss a couple of times here and there, too. So very adult oriented uh, podcast. If you're one of those that are highly sensitive go find you another podcast this one is going to be talking about sex and romance and all those good things in between so there's that also because we were talking a little bit about your business let's talk a little bit about uh, what you're talking about uh unforgettable events okc yes um event planning so we are getting geared up for valentine's day we got custom boxes with all kind of goodies in them for people that are getting those ordered we decorate Hotel rooms, bedrooms, picnics in the park. Right now it's kind of cold, but Oklahoma weather is fickle. It was 70 degrees last week. So I had somebody ask for a picnic and I was like, oh, well, I guess we can. But um, just got people geared up for Valentine's Day, getting ready for those um, romantic gestures, acts of love. Um, We've come up with some fun concept boxes. They're all on the page. So you can follow that at Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram and get those ordered soon because we are literally getting down to the wire of getting those orders out in time. So like I said, we're going to be taking off a little bit because she's having the baby. We're due. She's due February 8th. So trying to get everything in play before the new grandbaby gets in. And we're launching this about mid January as far as this particular episode. So get your orders in and, and all that. And, Obviously, we also tell you to go ahead and email us or message us and all that kind of good stuff. And we'll tell you all how to do that a little bit later. But I'm I'm excited. Let's get to this because we have podcast fan correspondence. Yes, my people are people and they have been um, sending some information in. So one of um, I've gotten a few, but one of the things we uh, got was sex after children. Oh, you know, so um, this particular person was, um, I'm not going to give the name because everybody is going to remain anonymous, but this particular person, they were, they have younger children. And so sex is not sexing as it should be, (laughs) or as they were used to it before those children were here, because since they're younger kids, they're there all the time you know i have my kids are grown so yeah <laughs> right right no i got i got the grown kids too so i'm I'm lucky there but i do have an experience from my first marriage mm-hmm. i mean that uh that is not an easy thing i've also got believe it or not from the kids point of view from when i was growing up yes in fact uh it's one of the reasons why we would go to sunday school and my parents wouldn't they go to church we lived in a small town so mm-hmm. so my parents yeah they yeah sure they would go to church but they would only go to the regular service. They missed at Sunday school. <laughs> they would miss on Sunday school. And they were really happy if we got donuts early too. So And they got their own donuts. <laughs> and they, got, they got they got their own glazed filling and all that good stuff too. But that's what how my parents would would get their once a week visit with each other is and they trust me, my parents didn't more than I was about to say once a week. But the once a week for sure, (laughs) going to happen, bam. Well, at least it was on a Sunday. Start the week off right. Right, right. So that's that. That was really, I mean, that's the reason why I know how, uh, you know, Noah built the ark and all that. (laughs) 
made it. You were there. You were there for your lessons. I was there for my lessons. Well, you know, my kids are, my kids were younger, of course, back then. But I guess we just got it in. <laughs> I don't know. We, we didn't, we shut doors. We turned music up. We, we tried to still make it happen. But from what this particular person was saying, the freakiness of it all is what has changed you know, since the kids have gotten here because now you have to find your freaky moment quickly <laughs> because you got kids waking up in the middle of the night, getting in your bed. You know, you got, you got little cock walkers, so to speak. <laughs> so, you know, they, they're blocking big time, little haters here. But so you went from being someone that was doing it maybe every day to now, you know, you're hoping that the kid stays at school all, you know, you're, you know, you're waiting, you know, but then you got to end because you got to get to the pickup line. And so, you know, it's not, it's putting a damper on some of those freaky moments. And that was, um, that was her issue is that she was having, because in all essence, she was like, I didn't want to start something that I'm not going to get, you know, finish on. She was like, I might as well just handle it myself, which I, I mean, I can understand that frustration there because, you know, it used to be so, it used to be so tumulating and all the time and in the kitchen and, you know, bent over the couch. <laughs> so they were an adventurous couple before the beforehand. Did. Okay. So my piece of advice is make it an adventure all day. Instead of just these moments or the, the one particular moment where you guys get together, I is, hey, text each other. We talked about that the, the last episode. We did. Is kind of get that flirtation going and things like that. So you're already at a certain level whenever an opportunity arises. And I think also people forget foreplay. And foreplay is not always a sexual act. Foreplay is just that buildup beforehand. So sexting, you know, little messages. Um, there are some toys that can be utilized. Um, very technical savvy, <laughs> you know. Somebody has a remote control? Yes. I know what you're talking about there. Yes. Put the, the vibrating control. panties on, honey, <laughs> and let him control that remote. I mean... Orgasms when you get them up, beautiful thing. <laughs> so, it, really, it, it you have to kind of rethink your opportunities, though. And everything's an opportunity. Don't look at it as, damn, you know, the kids. You just got to capitalize on some of those little moments, you know. Slap my ass when I'm in the kitchen. You know, that buildup is still, you know, that's still great. Slap my ass in the kitchen, you know. Touch me under the table while, you know, you know, keep up the little stuff you was doing beforehand. We was doing it before. There are certain things that you can still do. I mean, yeah, the little little crumb snatchers are always there, but <laughs> they there's moments when they got a tablet or something. They're not always watching. <laughs> right, right. Now, when you disappear, that's going to be... Well, you know... that. No, okay, so... In my scenario, like I said, this is I'm going to have to relate it to my first marriage because my second marriage, 
we didn't have kids in the household okay. until they were very, very uh, they were teenagers. teenagers. So the, as far as the young, you know, as teenagers, you can say, hey, here's here's thirty bucks. Go put some gas in the tank and go get a coke or something at the Sonic or something like that. You can get a teenager to get out of the house. That I've always that's easy. It's the toddlers, it's the young ones that need you yes. for whatever reason. So one of the things that we would do, my ex-wife and I would always do, would be when we knew that we could have access to someone who is going to be babysitting mm-hmm. overnight or an overnight stay with a, with a friend, something like that. We would know those type of moments were going to come up and then we would build up to that. We would make it a romantic night. We had, we had this... And I'm going to say it right. Motel, not a hotel. Ooh. There is a motel oh. that we really, really, really liked. It was, and it was a nice, nice motel. It was one of the higher end motels I've ever been at. And you're kind of thinking that, um, I guess what, you know, in the old Hollywood movies when they would go out to uh, Palm Springs or something like that, and you would see those really cool Art Deco type. Think that. Okay. So that's the you top. lost me at motel. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But these were re- this was a really really cool motel. Furniture was exquisite. All that kind of gets it. Oh. But it was a high end. Like I said, it was a high end motel. It wasn't just a cheap place where you can rent a couple of uh, a room for a couple hours or whatever. With it a was, vibrating bed. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> it didn't have a coin slot next oh, to okay. the bed. So we would make these plans that okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go out to a nice dinner. Uh, we're going to go do all that type of date type stuff whenever we don't have the child around and when we have those opportunities. And that was really what helped us get that whole fulfillment where it was the, you know, it wasn't just the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We were getting the extended play version of this, you know. So that's really kind of where we, we did. And, of course, we got our quickies in, too, because you have to. That was kind of that whole, well, crap. I mean, the kid's asleep. So we're going to be as quiet as possible. And we were playing, let's make the bed not squeak game. You know, you got to put that pillow, <laughs> you know, behind that headboard. Cause that's, that's, right. the, that's usually where the problem comes in at. <laughs> Our, ours is always the mattress. That was, that was our problem. That headboard hitting the wall. And you got that hole in the wall now. See, so we, I don't see, I don't think, no, we did have something behind there. Now, if I remember correctly, cause that's been a long time ago. <laughs> But uh, no, ours was always the the box springs would be squeaky. Squeaky. Yeah, that was our or, or the metal frame at that mm-hmm. time. Because yeah. I mean, today's modern beds, you don't have to worry. About it. I mean, you got remote controls even with your modern bed. You got the therapeutic mattresses yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, Everything yeah. goes down, goes up. Right. So <laughs> this is a this is a little uh, before we added uh, you know technology to our bed yeah. beds. That's kind of where we were at, uh, how long ago it was. But, we, you know, that was the thing is we really did like each other. That was that was not the problem in our marriage uh, was that. So, but we would find our opportunities. Yes. And there were times when we made gains out of them. Just like you said, we would, you know, grab ass in the kitchen or we would send each other. Well, we were, this is also the age of the pager. Oh. So. Oh, you had to send those messages. You turn it upside down, see what it said? Right, right. (laughs) That that type of thing where we would have a special code or something like that 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 we would use for that. Um, Talk about a buildup. Yeah. Yeah, well, hello. What does that say? Hey, you know, uh, sexting is a lot easier today than it was in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you can send pictures now and you couldn't do it then. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I remember the first time uh, I downloaded a JPEG, it took 30 minutes, you know, so <laughs> JPEG was the brand new format back then. Now I remember getting excited with um, AOL Instant Messenger when you got oh, that. <laughs> yeah. See, I go all the way back to CompuServe. And I would, and along with the communication and the foreplay, that part is just really important, especially for women. That buildup, that goes a long way with us. We need that buildup. So I would say, you know, just really trying to get that foreplay in, get some of those little quickie moments in, some of that sexting, some of the mindgasms, get some of that in to keep that going. Because once you start letting that spark kind of dimper down, that's where you sometimes get some problems arising on the end and then somebody's just like forget it you know don't worry about it you know and then it goes from sex a few nights to one night to every two weeks to once a month to oh yeah that you know and that's we get older but we still want it <laughs> I mean right now I'm in the perimenopause phase which is a whole nother ball game so it's like whoop, up down up down up down up, 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 down, 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 down. I, I, being a woman, that's a whole nother ball game. Like, if I ever met Eve, we got, we got, we got problems. <laughs> well, I mean, I know how I am as an old dude. <laughs> so I get you there. I mean, it's just it for me. It's more the times that I'm not really interested are that, and I can't even really say I'm never interested because I'm still a knuckle dragon dude, but. I find myself not being as thirsty as I used to be, mm. so to speak. I'm not all whipping around going, hmm, well, that's a nice little model. And shake things up. You know how you were talking about the, well, you said the motel, um, but hotel. Hotel. Um, hotels, get that sneaky session in. Sometimes, you know, take it back to some of your old freaky days. Get that session in in the car, get it in in the laundry room. You know, kids do nap. <laughs> so, you know, try and get it in where you fit in. Just don't let it die out. You know, you just have, and, but it's a, it's a, it's not all on one person. You guys both have to make that effort to keep it going. You can't just have one person working on trying to be the one to always initiate because in the end that person's going to feel like do they even want to so it's something that you've got it to keep it fresh just you have to work on that together you can't just let one person be the one doing all that work yeah it's a partnership it is it goes both ways because if i'm gonna have to do it by myself i'm gonna do it by myself well and if i'm <laughs> and i'll be honest with you if i'm doing it by myself it's like it's like instant rice i mean you're going to get to boil for about five minutes and you're done <laughs> uh I, so in summary it's yes it's really just nice to make sure you have those connections let let your partner know that you are interested and you're willing to work to work on it. Work on it. And it may not be your traditional kids are in bed, going to go after it, all that after Johnny Carson goes off the air. Yeah. I mean, sex doesn't have a time frame. It doesn't always have to be when you're going to bed. Morning sex is the best. That is better than coffee in your cup. That is going to wake you up. That gives you a jolt for the whole day. You wake up, 
you go to work feeling like the supervisor. You'd be like, all right, you know what? We're going to do this today. We're going to do this today. I already got that done. I already got that done. You go to work productive. <laughs> Morning sex is a beautiful thing. That's better than orange juice. Now, why hasn't Starbucks started serving that? Um... Probably like um, eggs. Everything's too high right now. Okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but like they do serve my caramel fraps. That's it. So they have my whipped cream specialty. And there's something about salted caramel that just makes this girl all warm and fuzzy inside. (laughs) The Romance Diva is sharing her stories, but we want to hear about your fun, sexy stories and questions too. Tell us your experience with romance and sex, and we will share with the Romance Diva podcast audience. Of course, we will keep the names out of it to protect the guilty and innocent alike. You can catch the Romance Diva Natasha Pendleton on social media. On Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. On Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok at OKC's Romance Diva. You can email us at the Romance Diva podcast at gmail.com. Check out the Romance Divas event planning and custom design business at Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Now back to more Romance Diva. Uh, so uh, let's see. We've, uh, we've got another letter. We did. Um, and this one actually made me think of my all-time favorite movie. You know what that is? Uh, I do, but I'm going to pretend I don't. Technically, it's not even my all-time favorite movie, but she's my all-time favorite actress. Okay, so, okay, all right. But this was one of my top ten. It's in my top ten. Okay. Pretty Woman. All right. So, you know, Julie Roberts is my favorite. But do you remember the scene in that movie where they were discussing kissing being too personal? Right, the terms of the deal. Yes, when yeah. they were negotiating their contract for her stay (laughs) yes yes so kissing too personal interesting so this particular writer said that um they felt that and they were she is four she's in her mid-40s but she deems kissing to be too personal so she doesn't mind being sexual but kissing seems too much for her because that puts too much emotion into it. Well, if you think about it, I mean, psychologically mm-hmm. and physiologically, you are in close proximity to somebody that could do something to you. And so you have to open up and trust in that, in that moment. True. And I mean, I know you have to with sex itself, but kissing, there's something... There, I can see her point that it would be very, very personal. It is. And you remember, you know, you got a lot of nerve endings and in your lips, there's a lot. And that oxytocin. <laughs> but, you know, when you got that weak in the knees feeling, that oxytocin is, is, an, is a bad mother. So <laughs> I can see where kissing is very personal. And I, I really get her point because I, there are people that I've been with, but necessarily kissing, I mean, maybe a kiss, but actually kissing, no, because it was, it is too personal. That's, 
That's a you remember your first kiss? I do. Um, so my first kiss, and this is actually funny because this wasn't even my real kiss, but it's just funny to me because I was a dominant kind of kid growing up. So my first no. <laughs> my first kiss was in the first grade. I had a crush on this guy. I won't say his name. He's on my Facebook, and I did recently tell him that I had a crush on him in the first grade. <laughs> he never knew. But <laughs> I remember I told my friend that I liked him, and I was going to kiss him. So I did. On the playground, I grabbed his little tiger shirt collar <laughs> and I kissed him on the lips and I thought I was I thought I was doing something real serious <laughs> <laughs> but my first real kiss I remember I remember where I was I remember how it happened it was my first real boyfriend and it was very special i wrote it down in my diary i called my best friend <laughs> you know we had to discuss it you know but it was very special and romantic for me i guess as this 13 year old girl that was it meant a lot to me but i don't want to just kiss anybody either so i guess that's why it's which is maybe it's kind of odd but just kissing is very, it's just very intimate. And some people don't know how to kiss either, I've learned. Yes, <laughs> yes. Some people are very kiss challenged, I would go with. There is that. There is oral, oral compatibility is a very important component of kissing. It is. And some people don't know what to do with those lips or any other ones for that matter. So some people are really bad when it comes to that oral compatibility. You know, back in college, I did a, I did a whole speech on oral compa uh, compatibility. Um, Say that fast five times. Yeah, well, I, I did. <laughs> um, That's a new but kind it was of really, It was really about that whole titillation. It was about that whole stimulation and why you wanted to be orally compatible with someone. And and I just kind of built it up and, and used it as a as a device, you know, to build up what we were really doing. And at the end, I revealed what I was talking about was a kiss, mm -hmm. you know. So... It's interesting that power that it has over us, because if you look at it, you know, that you can, it, it, it's interesting that that's a line for some people. Yes. But it's still so, it's enjoyable when it's done right. Very much so. Um, you know, in some parts of, of our society, they handle it as, well, this is just, you know, make it out and kissing. That's okay. But kissing gets you to a whole nother point. Kissing is very arousing, especially when it's done right. Now, I'm not talking about somebody that is thinking that they know what they're doing and they literally have my face in their mouth. And here's another thing, too. Hygiene. Oh, yes. So I shouldn't smell what you had to eat yesterday or, you know, anything like that. <laughs> Also, oral hygiene, beautiful. Oral hygiene is a great thing. Also, if you got some rotten tooth or something like that, a dentist is a, a beautiful thing. A dentist is a beautiful thing. A dentist is a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't, I 
I, I know I've had a couple of experiences like, why does she taste like this? And it's just like, I didn't want to kiss her anymore because of that. If you couldn't get past the top half of her body, you sure weren't going to not any lower. Well, I might be, because I'm... <laughs> you just wired differently. I'm wired differently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, so... we all like our protein shots. I mean, I know I like mine, but yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, and it... it it's almost, it's almost like, folks, if you're going to do this, do it right and make it enjoyable. Once again, back to one of the points we've made previously, it's, are you trying to please yourself or are you trying, trying to, to please, please your, your partner as well? And Mutual satisfaction. And you can also tell when you're kissing someone if that's their thing, because you can be kissing someone and they're not into it. So... Mutual satisfaction strikes again, just like oral compatibility. You know, it, it teamwork, teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> right. And I'll tell you what, guys, that if you are one of those cow lickers and that's how you kiss, is like a cow licking a salt lick. <laughs> that's not the way you kiss. No, it's not. Take it in small, little increments, and you build your way up into all the cow licking, I guess, if if she gets into that or he gets into that. I mean, I ain't going to. I mean, let's work on my kissing. He can lick later, but work on my kissing first. Right. <laughs> There's still more to me. You know, he can get down there, but let's let's start and we can go. But kissing is a buildup. It, it, that's part of foreplay, too. There, It comes with it. But it is very personal. And I guess until, I mean, when I watched that movie, I hadn't even thought about it like that, but it is a very personal act. And I was like, she made a really good point about that she doesn't do, she should, she's not kissing. And I was like, and she was a prostitute. And, and, <laughs> and when I first saw that movie, which it came out, what, in the, what, 92, 93, somewhere around there? Yeah, early 90s. Yeah, early 90s. I didn't really understand that because I was Mr. Casanova. I loved kissing. That was the thing. I'd go, I was Georgie Porgy putting cup pie, kissed all the girls, made them cry. That was me. I loved. Not Georgie Porgy. Yeah. Oh, well, I actually got in trouble in the third grade once for uh, kissing your girl on the cheek. I won't even tell you what my son did in the fourth grade. No, third grade. <laughs> but do you know that psychologists say that the first kiss is more powerful than your first sexual encounter. That up to 90% of people actually remember the details of their first kiss than they do the first time they had sex. Interesting. Now, unless you, and if you're a woman, you remember everything because we remember right. everything. We had diaries. We wrote things down. We told a best friend. So, I mean, unless you had my best friend. My best friend can't remember anything. <laughs> Her memory is horrible horrible she'll be like we did what i'm like you don't remember that she's like no i'm like uh like uh you're ruining our memories <laughs> i have to tell her everything but kissing is considered the love drug well you know if it's done right i can see it it is it, it's it's a very powerful powerful thing and if you think about it one of the most iconic images in american history is a kiss Mm -hmm. It's the soldier coming back from World War II. Oh, yes. In New York City kissing the nurse. So it's it it's a powerful image. It's a powerful stimulant. 
And it's a very nice one. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, I'll tell you what, we've, uh, we're have we coming up on time here. Oh, okay. I don't believe it or not. So, have a potential co-host for another episode that we're probably coming to visit. She had the flu, so okay. she couldn't come this time around. I appreciate that. Yes, Thank you. yes, my everything sister out. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes, but I think she's back on the mend, and she wants to talk about the lifestyle. The lifestyle. Yes, she is a part of the loving pineapple crew. Oh, we're gonna get to talk about the pineapple. We're gonna get to talk about pineapples. Oh, yes. I've, I've, I'm curious. I'm certainly curious. I mean, I already know that there's no pineapples in my house. None whatsoever. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, wi- well, I the wife pineapple. Uh, the wife doesn't like pineapples. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, I know this particular pineapple, so this will be actually very entertaining to sit down and talk to her. So I won't say who she is just yet, but I know her very well. And uh, so this will be an interesting one if she lets me say who she is. Um, it'll be even more entertaining because of the connection she and I both have. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm I'm looking forward to this next podcast. <laughs> and you know what? So should you. And if you want to participate in the podcast, it's really, really easy. I mean, in fact, that's what this podcast was all about. It was all about you guys. Yes. You guys helped us with this show today. Exactly. And want more of it. I have a couple of more questions. Of course, we can't get to everybody's question or discussion topic every day or every time we'd meet because like I had seven of them so we couldn't tackle seven issues today we just didn't have the time but and plus I wanted to have you know like next time I wanted to have the co-host but we have a running tally we will be crossing them off the list if somebody wants to sit on the couch with me you can come sit on the couch with me and we can talk about what's on your mind because hopefully if you're friends with me, what's on your mind is on my mind and we think alike. So <laughs> hopefully, anyway, I'm hoping we're like-minded. But um, yeah, so we will definitely be discussing the lifestyle because some people have a completely different interpretation of what this actually means. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So some people just automatically just assume it's just like some orgy gone wild. But it's actually not, I mean, it it is to an extent, but it's not that. I mean, this is a, this is a kick-ass group of people, and it, it, I learned a lot. So I'm, I'm interested to actually hear her points of view on it and what made them decide to do it and how, obviously, it's working out really well for them. So, you know... I'm impressed. I was intrigued. I was like, something about this pineapple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing. Have you heard anybody on the sugaring thing? So I did have somebody um, message me about it, and they were like, you just got to do it, and you'll like it. So I, I'm, I'm going give to give it a whirl. I got to find where to go because, I mean, I don't know of any of them, like, here in the south side area. I'm sure there is, but... All I've ever been familiar with, of course, is the waxing, but I'm game. So I want to try it. I heard it's more natural, and I've heard people really think it's better than the waxing. So 
I'm game on. What I've heard a lot about it is that it's a little bit more, um, I don't want to say, uh, it's, they say it's a little bit more cleaner. They like the way it's done. So, oh, okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about it because waxing was enough for me to brace myself for. And then when you go someplace like, especially a, um, a corporate company opposed to like a, someone that's doing it maybe in a salon. So you're at one of those kind of corporate big business ones. And so it's not the one-on-one kind of, you're kind of categorized all in one lump sum. So she was, it was not the best experience the first time around. It was like, oh, I, I, I wasn't ready. But um, I was told that that's probably why I had that block from going. I mean, after I had that first session, it was like, okay, that was easy. You know, once a month, boom, 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 boom. You know, if you're going to do it, give somebody a great slate to work with. <laughs> you know, that's my thing. Yeah. I love Make it. Judy nice and pretty. Because if you're going to do the wax, you might as well get the Brazilian. Make sure everything's clean and serviced. <laughs> there you go. All right. So if folks want to get a hold of you, send in their stories or their questions. Yes. How do we find Natasha Pendleton, the romance diva? You can find me on Facebook as Natasha Hauser Pendleton. You can email the podcast, the romance diva. What did I podcast? Oh, I was like, what did I give it the name? The Romance Diva Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also contact my business, which is Natasha P at unforgettable dash events OKC.com. But the Romance Diva Podcast might be easier for y'all to remember because that other one's even hard for me to remember sometimes. Um, how else do you reach me? All my social media is OKC's Romance Diva. So you can follow me on Instagram. Twitter. I need to get really back into my Twitter. I've really slacked off on Twitter, but you can message me on there as well. Hit me in the DM. And what's that other one? We got Twitter, Snapchat, Snapchat. Uh, yeah, on uh, that other stuff. Uh, TikTok. Yeah, all of them is OKC's Romance Diva. You can also um, follow my business page, which is Unforgettable Events OKC on Instagram and Facebook. Especially if you guys are getting ready for Valentine's Day. Hurry up and get those orders in because, yes. I mean, we've got a special delivery coming along yes. right before. My grandbaby is coming, so I have to be ready for that. Take a slight hiatus, but we'll get some pre-recorded episodes done beforehand, so we'll be fine. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us here on the Romance Diva podcast once again. And until we meet again, I hope you have a titillating time. Are we really hoping they have a titillating time? Or are we hoping for them to have a tantalizing? I think we were, I thought we were going to go with another word here soon. Well, we can we keep playing with words. Okay, we, we'll keep doing with that. All right, so uh, stick, uh, stick around. Also, if you like the podcast and you got some people that are, you know, like, uh, you know, Janet Jackson, it's nasty and all that, you know, you can go ahead and share the podcast with them, too. Because we're trying to grow this thing and get people to have a good time in their ear holes. Yes, until they can put them somewhere else. But, and come sit on the couch with me. I want some company. There you go. I don't bite on the first date. (laughs) I always reserve that for the second date.